of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Welcome to another episode of Beneath the Surface podcast. Uh, this is Will Boucher. I am directing a video for Boat. I'm here on. I'm here in Hawaii with Danielle Burnside. She's an artist. And specifically today, we're focusing on her abalone art. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. So let's go over some of the stuff we shot today. I mean, we, we came down to your beautiful house here, and uh, it's awesome to meet you. It's amazing to see what you do. And why don't you, you just uh, tell me who you are and a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, first of all, it's a pleasure having you guys here. Thanks for coming, and I can't imagine feeling any more comfortable around you guys, so oh, thank nice. you. Yeah, uh, Yeah. this is my lanai. I think I mentioned that to you guys. It means porch in Hawaii, and it's where I paint. Um, this has been a process of mine for about four years in Hawaii now. I've been a full-time artist for two, and recently just got into my abalone artwork and seashell works which are just little miniature portals of ocean emblems that are really special and unique and precious to me. Yeah, and they are special. I mean, if you, you guys will be, you can see some of the video on this. They're amazing. And, uh, and after you see this video, you'll, you'll see what we're talking about. So you're, you were saying, you've been an artist forever since you were, you were an art teacher yes. when you were 13, you said? I started taking art lessons when I was nine years old, and I started teaching artwork when I was 11 years old. So what was your medium at first? Like, what did you start with? I started with Prismacolored pencils. So just uh, still life's drawings and then graduated to acrylics, oils and conceptual work eventually. So it's quite an evolution from going from like normal media medium, right? Oh, yeah. Especially with the resin. Yeah, it just changes the game completely. You have so much more um, variety and options of what you can create within resin artwork, especially. Yeah. What, what brought, what brought you to it? I have seen resin work before and I just love the sheen of it. There were prints that I was making that I wanted to be on metal, you know, just to get that extra allure. And then I don't know, I came across resin and that just brought my colors out and, what I incorporate into my work, especially with the copper leaf, it just allows it to never tarnish, keeps its shine and just so much more depth after a resin pour is laid on top of my pieces. And then, so were you doing that before you were working with these abalone shells or, or is this, this that came together? No, I was pouring a final coat onto my mounted prints before I started working with the shells. And the shells have been in my mind for about three years, I would say. And it's just something I really, I'm a perfectionist. I want to know what to do before I do it most of the time. Even though artwork, you never really get to know what you're doing until you put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually I did. I just went for it. I poured a little bit of resin into a scallop seashell. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's so loud. Is it really? Yeah. It's gone now. Okay, okay, so yeah, so go ahead, keep going. <laughs> so we'll cut back to. Let me just cut back to. So what? What? Um, so you would you were doing uh, the resin before, but then you found then you. How did you come across doing it with the abalone shell? The seashells have been in my mind for about three years now. It's just something that I didn't know how to make it come to fruition, and eventually I just did it. I am such a perfectionist, but I just gave myself permission to explore and experiment. 
I poured a little bit of resin into a scallop shell. I painted an opaque layer over it so you couldn't see the shell anymore, but it gave me a canvas that I've been used to, evolved into these clear different layers of resin that I pour into abalone seashells, which you could never paint over. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. You, you, as I said, you'll see them uh, on these videos, but you also do the resin in your painting in layers, which gives it an amazing... So the abalone shell itself gives it depth, it, right? Amazing. But then you also mm -hmm. do layers of resin with paint on each layer. Yes, so my first pour is my first layer. I'll paint a whale, a shark, a whale shark, whatever. And then as soon as that's finished, I'll paint a whole... Or I'll pour a whole other layer of resin on top of it, and it better be a good pour, you know, because <laughs> so, I already spent so much time on my original painted works, like directly onto the resin. And I'll do that three, four times, depending on how many animals are going to be in the scene and how much depth that the shell has already. It's it's really beautiful. It's a, it's a far cry from you being in Michigan, by the way. We're, yeah. we're sitting on this beautiful <laughs> and I looking over. Uh, we're, we're high up on a hill looking over the ocean. And, you know, and that, something interesting you had said, there's a this kind of a, a fog, uh, kind of like a marine, looks like a marine layer here. Yes. But you said it's a it's actually volcanic it's sulfur. Mm -hmm. So usually you can see the horizon crispy clear, you know, from here. But today you can't. It's voggy. We call it vog because it's sulfur from the volcano and Kona just happens to have that pushed into kind of our community here unless it's a windy day which we all hope for too that pushes that sulfur out of the air it's something that you just get used to you live with and yeah some days are really crisp clear and some days are this beautiful kind of ethereal foggy it's 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 actually really cool if you're, you're probably used to it but yeah. for us it seems kind of cool to have residue of a volcano in I the know, distance. I know, it is you know? It's amazing, cool. yeah. Did you see yourself, when you were younger, you're growing up in Michigan, did you ever see yourself in this spot doing what you're doing? You know, I did the age-old question, right? What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And my answer always was painting on a beach. Really? So I'm not at the beach, but I can see the beach from here. And you go down to the beach almost <laughs> every I day. Do. And I love swimming so much, yes. Well, and that's funny too. You had mentioned that when you were younger, you were afraid of the water, you were afraid of seaweed, you were afraid of yeah. deep water especially. <laughs> and now what do you, now you're... I can't get enough of it. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't find something new in the ocean. It just brings you back to that childhood state of just awe and, you know adoration admiration and love for what's right in front of you at that mm. very moment it really just brings you it's i know people go on walking meditations and i like to say that i go on swimming meditations because it's just so present that moment that you get in the water how how has it changed you personally uh i think it calms me down and it inspires me to just be myself in every situation and I think it's given me a lot of courage too to put one foot in front of the other and just keep swimming you know whether you know what's behind a reef or in a sea cave or you know what's next in this business that I've created from just putting one foot in front of the other mm. you know and all the steps and different aspects of what it means to work for yourself. I just feel so blessed to be able to grow within this work and, you know, not having a boss or a coworker. I really 
I get to have experiences like this one, you Mm -hmm. know, and many others that put me in relation with community that helped me grow as a person. And so did the ocean and my job working on the ocean. That's beautiful. So really, it was about facing your fear. And then you overcame it. Now on the other side of that, you have come into this whole, you know, world that you never saw it coming. Absolutely. And still not, you know, like I have a very healthy respect for the ocean and I meet oceanic white tips that, you know, you think you've met before, you know, and I, that's why I put myself in those positions is to understand further the demeanor and the behaviors of those sharks. But you could meet a shark one day that is maybe 20 feet below the surface. That means they're, they're chilling, they're beautiful, they're graceful. And then another day, maybe there's two oceanic white tips and they're both on the surface and they're both, you know, showing their dominance and uh, being curious about what you're doing in their territory. And mm-hmm. you might have to put your hand out to redirect that shark, you know? Damn, that's, so, a, that's a far cry from being afraid of seaweed. I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I have never redirected a shark, but it is. And I just, I love those experiences because they do just put you in that element of, again, I know the adrenaline is there, but that present moment and that calm has to be there mm-hmm. if I enter the water. I don't just go in to see if I can come out. I go in with the expectation of, you know, what can provide for me today in the sense of what can get me closer to my soul today? What can be put in front of me that allows me to know more of myself today and where maybe I can have some more courage and what's on the other side of courage. Yeah, because you already have an experience of what happened when you did it this this past time, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, you, you seem like someone who especially now after that takes things as they come and you let which really you're just letting things in right now mm-hmm. but where do you see yourself somewhere in 10 20 years or are you are you literally just living in the moment all the time oh no i have it? goals and aspirations and i try to have a healthy balance of living present day moment and you know what do, where would i like to be a year from now do i want to paint those larger soul paintings and have them in a gallery somewhere an exhibition that's all of my own Do I want to have some of my smaller work in aquariums all over, you know, the U.S.? Like what can sustain me? What brings me joy? And what doesn't bring me joy right now? Maybe there's some things in my business that I've grown out of and can I outsource that? Mm -hmm. You know, I really try to make my days enjoyable and that's what the goal is. I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, I think money is a part of our society in our days and it it does allow us a certain amount of freedom but time is my freedom mm-hmm. and spending my time doing what i love is freedom to me that's so, brilliant yeah such and a i blessing. think a lot of people in general me included i mean you you dream that you can use your time to do what you're really passionate about and obviously like you said money's part of our society so yeah. you have to make a living too so when it comes to the point where you're doing what you love and doing what you're passionate about and I do that now and I feel really fortunate and it's the same as same with you now you realize you can do something and put your soul your heart and soul into something like this and actually have it sustain you such it's a really blessing. beautiful yeah and all parts of it is such a blessing like I love embellishing my pieces while I'm watching a romantic comedy you know like hmm. I love swimming and getting the inspiration you know if I see a shark I'll paint a shark I love packing up my bags and going to a gallery and 
communicating and expressing myself and learning about others who do the same thing. And it's just, it's all a dream come true. And I don't wake up any morning not feeling so grateful for exactly where I am, especially on this beautiful lanai. Like, that's all it takes is like, you made yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I re- thank you for bringing it, letting us come in here and like disrupt your whole morning, and <laughs> showing us what you do. And it, it was it was pretty awesome to watch you do it. Thank too. You. It's incredible. It's a dream come true. I wouldn't rather be doing anything else. Great. So. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs>